0: In case you missed it, on Newsbreak.
1: Bipolar disorder is one of the primary mental illnesses that we have. It's a mood disorder. It's marked by episodes of mania. Now, mania is often seen to be the opposite of depression. When someone becomes depressed, they're sad, they're flat, they're down, they're low, they're suicidal. When we talk about mania... We're looking at a person who could be high, who's euphoric, who has a flight of ideas, you know, who moves quickly from one thought to the next, who's easily distracted. Many patients may have delusions of grandeur. They may think they possess special powers, have enormous wealth, communicate with God. That's mania. When we talk about bipolar disorder, patients certainly must have an episode of mania, but they may also have had along the way a bout of depression. Here's the two poles of the bipolar
0: disorder. There is a lot of stigma associated with the bipolar disorder, but how would you assure people who have prevalent symptoms to seek help and live a normal life? Right. I think the first
1: thing is to educate people. Hence my agreeing Together early this morning getting the show. I think the message must be out there to say a mental illness is like any other medical condition. Same as diabetes or hypertension or asthma. It's just that the receptors and the trigger factors that cause these conditions are located in the brain. Now, over the years, there have been various misconceptions and myths about mental illness. People have not recognized it as a medical problem. In my rooms, based in Phoenix, one the Hospital, many patients, first episode, first onset of any kind of mental illness, before they come to see me or my colleague working there, they would approach a traditional healer. They'd approach the auntie of the temple, the mulana. They'd seek help there because of the understanding of mental illness. It's lacking at that level. Lots of people don't want to be seen by psychiatrists. I'm not mad. There's nothing wrong with me. Most people come to my rooms, don't want to be seen sitting there for fear that they'll meet friends or family or relatives whom they know. We need to break down that stigma. We need to break down the prejudice. It's not just there, at that level. Person to person. It also occurs in a work situation. I have a patient who, when she's coming to see she doesn't want to get a medical certificate for me. There's a psychiatrist my medical certificate. She'd rather take a day off
0: work. These people don't understand.
1: So, this is where we need proper education across. Board, to spread the word, to spread the message.
0: How common is this mood disorder in society today, and what would be some of the main triggers associated with this?
1: Okay, when we talk about the different grades, different types of bipolar disorder, the prevalence, the lifetime prevalence ranges about to about 3 to about 7, 8 percent, depending on the severity of the condition. So the whole range of I mean, there's a bipolar, one, a bipolar, two, a the disorder. Mm-hmm. The consequences will be for the patient if it's untreated, and even if it is treated, that's significant. It affects work, it affects relationships, it affects the ability to think clearly, to make decisions, to be impulsive, to affect them financially. What causes this? As with most illnesses, there's a genetic factor. It's been inherited. If someone in the family has it. There are often psychosocial triggers that are said to trigger the onset of the episode, but ultimately we must understand this as a biological illness. stems from a dysregulation of receptors in the brain. We talk about serotonin, noradrenaline, dopamine, gamma, glutamate brain receptors, There's a whole range of them. And that's the reason really why we need medication. It's in essence to put it simply, to correct what is seen to be a chemical imbalance that is in brain. Newsbreak News Lotus FM powered by SABC News.